Welcome to the Sisterhood of Healing podcast, the podcast that wants to help you reach your best and most divine potential. Each week, we dive into topics concerning inner healing, wellness, and spirituality. We discuss strategies and practice from our own personal experiences regarding higher energies, trauma, and connecting to the divine as we take you through our own personal journeys to discover the highest versions of ourselves. In combination with guest speakers, we bring you a comprehensive guide to mental and spiritual wellness and the ability to connect to yourself and the world around you on a deeper level. I'm Nicole. And I'm Christina. And we are two sisters who want to take you along on our spiritual and healing journey. We are each on our own individual healing and spiritual path and bring unique perspectives regarding yoga, chakra healing, meditation, intuition, and trauma healing. Sometimes life is messy, sometimes it's confusing, and sometimes everything falls perfectly into place. Join us as we navigate the path to divine enlightenment together. Hello sisters, brothers, and non-binary listeners to the Sisterhood of Healing podcast. On today's episode, our guest is Petia Kalabova. Welcome, Petia. Thank you for joining us today. I am so excited to be here today. And it's like a, you know, there's a happy ending of the day and there's like a happy starting of the day. I feel like how we start our day will continue our day. And I'm starting with you, ladies. So show me how this can get even better. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's, that. so that's such a nice thing to say. Yeah, that is such a great start. And you know what? I think we record a lot of our podcast in the evening and, and we're recording uh first thing in the morning today so yeah it's a really yeah. nice start to the day <laughs> so please tell us a little bit about yourself who you are what you do yeah um I love the question you know because very often people when they ask you that they're like what is your title what do you do you know and I feel like Sometimes it can be really challenging, like to put yourself in a box, because if you're anything like me, your whole life, you're trying to get out of the box, right? And not to be just put in. And, you know, I feel like the easy answer and short answer, of course, is I became the one that I needed on my journey, you know, because when I was growing up, I was growing up in scarcity. And I don't mean poverty. I mean, scarcity of energy and support and um, just like scarcity, even like how people around me and in my life and in my country, hence the my unpronounceable name coming from small, small country, small town in Czech Republic. And I just felt like everyone was just getting by. Everyone was just like living for a weekend, living for vacation, comparing themselves with others, and that energy was really heavy. And I always felt like I didn't belong, you know, and paired that with, um, you know, physical and mental abuse from my stepfather, toxic relationships. I developed eating disorder when I was 11 years young. When I was 18, I ran away from home and attempted to suicide. So my upbringing was... I literally feel like the lotus going through the mud, like going through the darkness, like knowing that there must be more to life and just not knowing what that more could be and not even knowing like where to go or what to do. But along the journey, I had to start shifting and becoming the one that I needed because most of my life I was outsourcing my happiness. I was outsourcing my worthiness. 
looking for others to tell me who should I be and how should I live. And so when I was coming, and, and I'm not sure if, like how and if you're familiar with astrology, but, you know, coming in a Saturn in return, and when I was around 28, 29, Saturn, it's a big teacher who like shakes everything. And when you're around 28, 29, the planet, it's around the same place when you were born. So it just shifts everything. And in that, in that year, I got divorced. I got fired from my job. I, you know, started to work on healing my eating disorder. And it was just everything started to shake in the ground. And I felt so unsafe in my life and in my body that I knew something had to change. And that's when I started to like look out, but not look outside of myself. I started to, and listen, this is a decade ago. Okay. So this was not as easy as now. Like there were no such an amazing shows like yours and TikTok therapist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody can help you today. But the thing is that I started to look and like asking Uncle Google how to be happy, how to overcome suicidal thoughts, how to overcome depression, how to heal eating disorder. And thanks to that search, I found Louise Hay and her publishing. So I started to watch her videos and she speaks so much about self-love and inner child healing. And thanks to her, I found like Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Gabby Bernstein, Tony Robbins and people like that. And when I look at their stories, I'm like, they're coming from such a hardship and they made it. And I don't mean made it, they get to a certain point and we're done. We're never done, right? Learned it. Um, but it gave me a hope. So now that's what I'm doing for others. When I'm working with women, I'm really focusing on bringing them back to home, to themselves, to their truth. Who are you? Who did you come here to be? How can you be truly unapologetic? Because when we become really unapologetic, meaning you embody and embrace who you came here to be in your wholeness, that's when you create abundance in your life. And I don't mean only money. Sometimes women come to me and they're like, I want to make more money in my business. I want to build a business. I want to have more clients. I want to have freedom to travel and do all these beautiful things. And I always remind them that's a cherry on the top. If you're not feeling abundant in your life, with your health, with your relationships, with your contribution, not like align with who you are, the money is not going to satisfy you. So I really become the embodiment of the possibilities. And again, I'm not saying I am there and life is perfect. I live abundant life that I'm thankful for every single day. And I feel like if you can get to that place, that's the true richness in your life. And you become magnetic to bring even more. Hmm. Wow. That's quite the story. I have to say, like, what a thank you for sharing that first of all and it's I think it's so profound that you recognize kind of where you came from your origin and where you need to go and that you needed to do that on your own because I think so many people do look outward like as you said whether it's money whether it's other people whatever it is but really you need to look inward and and you've 
clearly not only done that for yourself, but you work at helping other individuals do that too. And that's such a beautiful thing. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, it's really the inward and it's not like, it's not like I did it like completely myself because I feel like we get to the point where we cannot see our blind spots and we cannot see like the possibilities um one time I was told this like analogy of like having a mentor it's like you being in a glass and there is a label on the glass and you're inside and you see the label you see there is something written but you cannot read it clearly because you're from the inside mm -hmm. so someone from the outside can be the reflection and it's not about telling people what to do it's just guiding them it's it's I feel like it's it's so important for people to feel safe. We're not feeling safe. We're not feeling safe to express ourselves. We're not feeling safe being who we are. And when people can feel softer, when people can feel safer, when people can work on their nervous system, when they can work on their healing, they're going to perceive the world differently. They're not going to see it as a dangerous place and somebody always trying to get you, whether it's in your job, in your relationships, you know, with your health, you relax. And that it's so important. You relax so you can do things that are really fulfilling and that you came here to do. Instead of being in this flight and fight every single day, which many of us are, it's like every single day, you know, wake up and just go, 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 go. And then it's, it takes sometimes like a really shaking event in your life to see like, I want to live differently. And I don't want people to like, you don't have to have a, like a breakdown. You don't have to get it on the rock bottom. I don't believe that like people like, wow, like you are really in the rock bottom, you know? And that's like, just, just like a sliver of my story, you know, of the things like when I ran away from home and I was couch surfing of my friend and my family stopped talking to me and it's just, it was challenging. But the thing is that when you can really come back to yourself and look at life and see like, what's in this for me? What can I learn? And it will keep happening. You know, it's not like, now I have all the tools and now I have all the answers. I feel like God, universe, source has always like way to humble us. Like, okay, let's go deeper. When you <laughs> see that, like, I'm good. I heal this. Let's get you deeper. And you're like, <laughs> what just happened? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely had that. I feel like last year, I feel like every person I came in contact with last year I'm like oh this is a really toxic person or like oh they have like a lot of traits that I've been like working through like oh I'm like this is a test this is a test this is a test this is all last year last year like 2022 was like my test year mm -hmm. the the universe always yeah. does that did you find that you had that as well with like your Saturn return and you know the 2022 was literally like I would say like hardest year of my life you know because we were moving from, you know, a country with my husband. We get pregnant last year with twins and we lost our pregnancy. So that was like for me that loss and that grief and going through that 
depression and self-doubt was literally one of the hardest things physically, emotionally, spiritually. I just lost faith in my body, in myself, in everything I was doing. I'm like, why the heck am I even here? I'm helping everybody else out there. And now I'm sitting here with like empty handed, you know, and then like month after we got robbed on a gun pointed robbery with my husband and not feeling safe in your body and this happening I just I crumbled you know what I mean so I feel like 2022 was really a year of I don't know if I like to call it tests you know because I'm like I'm out of school I'm done (laughs) yeah but it was really really hard year and Of course, looking back, I can see like how much it expanded me as a person, as a business owner, energetically, not taking any BS, not settling, doing really only things that I want to do, relying more on my team and restructuring my business. Like, who do I really want to be? Like, even though like our pregnancy was just, you know, like a couple months it still showed me so much and learned so much and helped me to be more grounded and, you know, like working through that, just allow me to go deeper. Like I said, there's like always more healing, always more layers. And when something happens in your life that brings up the darkness, it brings it up to create the wholeness so you can really expand because we came here to grow and expand, you know? So I feel you 2022 I would not repeat it oh man I'm so sorry that happened yeah. it was some really tough things to work through um so how did you like what was your first step either either you know when you had your Saturn return year and you decided things need to change or last year which was an incredibly challenging year what was what was the point where, like, what made you say, okay, I'm not going to settle for this and okay, something needs to change. And like about me or how I'm feeling or the direction I'm headed. And then how did you make that change? Like, what was your first step? What was your, what was your, like your, your moment zero? I feel like it, it was different, you know, like a decade ago than it was now because decade ago what I really needed to start with was a motivation I needed to be motivated to just keep going you know so a decade ago in a sudden in return I started with the motivation I started to literally brainwash myself I started to listen to videos audios podcasts like everything I could get my heads on so I wouldn't be listening to that inner critic telling me who do you think you are? You're not good enough and all these things. So motivation was first. And second, when I started to feel better was inspiration. I look around myself and I really ask myself, what am I inspired by? Who am I inspired by? What am I curious about? Because I started to feel like better about like, who am I? And I started to do things. I I hosted live events, you know, here in Las Vegas for almost 100 women. We hosted retreat in Bali, you know, first international retreat. I, um, you know, changed the way I was working and, and my packages. And it just all started to like unfold. I started my podcast. So 
I feel like motivation, inspiration, and then I feel like the last phase that I'm in, and it's not like nothing, it's linear, healing, it's not linear, life, it's not linear, forget it. But that was like my trajectory. And then you like skipping, you know, once you go through all of them. But the last one was impact. Like once I was motivated, once I felt better, once I, you know, like, like I said, I started to like read the books, listen to podcasts, like looking at the possibilities versus like me as a victim, like my life sucks. Second was inspiration. What inspires me? What do I want to try? What do I want to do? What are others doing that it's inspiring to me? And then the impact. Now you know who you are. Now you know what inspires you. Now you try different things. Now you know how to impact other people. So I'm in that phase of impacting and supporting others to start their businesses, start their podcasts, write their books, get on the stages, get abundantly paid to be themselves. Because the women that I work with, they are service oriented. They are solid entrepreneurs. They're heart centered. They are here to help others. So that was like a decade ago. Now what helped me this time around was, I feel like it was more of like coming back to myself and coming back to like faith. My husband, it's Christian. I'm spiritual, you know? So for me, it was just like coming back to myself and trust and surrender and allowing myself to feel whatever I was feeling. And this time around, I got also like much more help, you know, like I got energy healing, Reiki clearing, uh, balancing energies and, and, and a lot of things like I was really asking myself, what do I need right now? So I allow myself the second time around. So the first time around was more like outward oriented. Who am I and who did I came here to be and who did I came to serve? The second time around to heal, I went inward and asked myself, what do I need right now? What has to happen? Who do I want to be around? And who gets to support me? And I invested in mentors and healers and, you know, like, thank goodness, my husband is super loving and supportive and, and he was, he is always, but you know, especially when you're going through something like this, he was my rock. He was like, I will never understand how you're feeling because it's so different. It's my body and babies were in my body, but he was like, I am here. And that's all I needed. You know, like having literally shoulder to cry and someone who, even when he doesn't get it, it's like, whatever you need, this is your space. This is your, you know, place. So I feel like it, it's different. You see, like there will always be some kind of healing or expansion or like you said, test. <laughs> but um, I feel like how we come to it is different because we have grown. We have created more support and community around us, ideally. And you know yourself so much better you know, every day in every way, like, I know myself, like, I could never imagine like 10 years ago. Hmm. And I think that's a marker of like, how much work you put into this, because I think if you're, if you were the same person that you were 10 years ago, there would be no growth, like there would mm -hmm. be like nothing. Um, do you find that um, with your clients so you said that you have clients that are are uh 
on like different projects, like different paths. Um, what sorts of limiting beliefs do they normally come to you with? And like, how does that impact their road to achieving abundance and whatever abundance means to them? Such a brilliant question. And I feel like a lot of women who come to me, there is this fear of being truly seen to like really be like this beaming light and to truly embrace who they came here to be unapologetically not feeling worthy of having it like easy you know because a lot of women who come to me they're like um that we all did experience traumas challenges when growing up which impacts them and very often we just want to bypass it you know like oh i did inner child healing or i oh i did a shadow work i'm good but very often it's still in a subconscious mind that it's still leading you. So they're afraid to be charging what they want to be charging. They're afraid that nobody will buy. What would people think? There is already too many, you know, like imposter syndrome. There's already so many like people doing this. So I feel like it it comes for, to like worthiness, like really seeing yourself like worthy and deserving and really embracing your gifts and who you came here to be. And even when I have clients who have a beautiful gifts and they know who they come here to be, what I struggle with, it's like the imbalance of the feminine and the masculine energy, you know, when they're either too much in their masculine and they're just like, go, go, go and strategies and plan and all these things. And then it's capping them up because feminine is the allowing and receiving or they're too much in their like feminine and they don't get stuff done, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then how do you get people to connect to their, their feminine, divine feminine energy? Like, how do you, how do you break that? Cause I, like, I know for me, that's, I don't know for both of us, maybe that sounds like a lot like us where you're mm -hmm. like, go, 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 yeah. go, go. And you get to a point in your life where you're just so disconnected and you don't realize it. So how do you bring women back to that? I love that question. And I feel like it's a little bit different for everyone, depending on where you're coming from and why do you believe that being in a masculine, are you in a masculine energy because um, it feels safe to you? You know, for many of my clients, it feels safe because you're like, when I do something, I achieve something, I receive something back. So there is this like, you know, do and reward versus feminine, like might be seen weak and unreliable and chaotic and you know, like I'm safe. So it, it depends. Like I always, when I start working with my clients, like they have a beautiful deep questionnaire. When, you know, when they answer, I can feel between the lines. It's not just the words. It's really feeling between the lines, understanding why they are where they are right now. And then that determines like, what are the next steps that we're taking? Sometimes it's, I'm doing like breath work with them because I need to get them back into their body, like passing the conscious mind. Because even if I tell you like what to do, are you really open to do that? You know, like you're many of us, like for decades, we're doing things a certain way. So like breaking that on a subconscious level, whether it's through, you know, like meditation, NLP, breath work, coming back to your body, creating small safe spaces when you can reconnect to your body, when you can reconnect with the sensuality and sensations and starting your day, even if it's like, you know, like for busy mamas, even if it's like five minutes, 
even if it just means being in a warm shower and feeling the water and having like a favorite shower gel that like has essential oils and you feel the sensuality or just like rubbing yourself with a cream or oil like these things are so simple yet so profound because you pass you reconnect with your body you allow yourself to feel which we usually don't like no I'm busy I gotta do this I gotta do that and then completely disconnect and there's an imbalance and when you have this imbalance not only it impacts your health it also impacts your like way of receiving mm-hmm. So coming back to yourself, coming back to the sensations and also having a really safe space, because when I work with my clients, they have access to me in Voxer, which is like free walkie talkie app. And it's very holistic how I work with women, because it's not just like, let's get you strategies and let's get you money and then you're good. If you're not feeling good, the feminine energy, and we all have it, men, women, we have masculine, we have feminine you know and the thing is that when you are disconnected from the feminine energy there is a cap on what can you receive what will you allow how will you it's 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 sensational it's life I always see like feminine as a beautiful river going through a bend you know and that what is holding the river is the masculine energy we gotta have both but when you have the imbalance you're going to feel it Mm -hmm. yeah I think I could definitely agree with that yeah and like even see that yeah um so you had mentioned earlier that you ran your first retreat in Bali uh so what did that look like how how are your retreats structured I'm more of the flow. So structure, it's not my thing, really. Like I love human design. I don't know if you're familiar with human design, but I love human design and I'm more of passive energy, more feminine energy. So of course, like there is like a flow of what we are doing when, but I've been hosting retreats up until this year since 2019. And we did Bali, we did Las Vegas, we did Tulum in Mexico. We did several of there because we lived there for over a year with my husband. And so each of them is different. Each of them has a different topic. Like in Bali, what we did, our first one was called flow and fire. And that was the the masculine and feminine energy, like finding the balance, healing the past, reconnecting with your inner child, allowing yourself the sensation, exploring, feeling safe in your body. And a lot of receiving. We had a private chef. We had a private massage therapist. We had a beautiful villa. We went to nature with the guides. Uh, we did beautiful ceremonies on the beach and, you know, with the sunset. So it was a lot of sensations and a lot of deep healing. And then some of the next one that we hosted, uh, like whether it was in Vegas or or in Tulum, some of them were focused aligning with your abundance. Some of them were um, true love in Tulum, like for a single woman who wanted to call in the one, because that's what I did with my husband. And that's what he did with me. We had another one that was very powerful one called Heal the Healer. And that was for people who are healers and visionaries and came here to help others. And they get to heal on a deeper level so they can really hold a space for them, but also so they can 
create abundance in their life because so many women who come to me, they just, they want to help so much that they put themselves on a back burner. They're undercharging. They don't have the flow. So I do both in my business. It's the spirituality. It's the healing, the feminine, where I hold the space and I work on energetics and intuition. But there is also the masculine when I tell them the the how-to. How can you expand your business? How can you raise your prices? How can you serve people still on like your client's journey on, on different levels? Because they're like, well, people won't be able to afford me if, if I raise my prices. I'm like, is that true? Can you have different price range? But also when you think about it, like we always work on the beliefs. That's your belief. That's your belief that people cannot afford. Like my mentor, she's charging 10K a month for two coaching calls. I'm not doing that, but like how inspiring, you know what I mean? And people are paying that she's book out. She only takes, you know, a couple clients a year and then she has her mastermind, but it's possible. There are women who are investing tens of thousands of dollars in the shoes, not my priority. I, I'm, you know, my um, astrology sun, it's Taurus. So I love comfort and beautiful things and you know I'm materialistic in a good way <laughs> but the thing is like it doesn't turn me on I don't need the Louboutin shoes or Gucci like not my thing if it's your thing please go for it right I, I invest in Lululemon and my husband he was like well wait what are you investing in that it could be the shoes but there are <laughs> millions of dollars that look like two-year child did them and people pay for it <laughs> why would people not pay for you you have to change the belief so yeah. I help them see I help them see both you know the spiritual aspect that it's energetics and intuition feminine intuition it's so beautiful and so powerful and we all have it when we allow it and then the masculine who did I came here to be and who did I came here to impact because you cannot like I don't know if you're familiar with Esther Abraham Hicks you know but it's like you cannot be poor enough to help poor people you cannot be sick enough to help sick people you gotta be wealthy you gotta be healthy then you can give from overflow if you're struggling on how will I pay my rent how will I pay for the food for my family how do you want to help people yeah you can volunteer you know how many hours a day you really have to volunteer and help versus create abundance create overflow it like me and my husband like he donates money to his church I donate money to puppies because I love puppies so I donate to puppies you know and then we also send money regularly to Bali because we love Bali and Balinese people and we invest in the kids and when we were there we were teaching them English and personal development it comes from overflow you know, so you get to first create that overflow so you can really be who you came here to be. Uh, okay, so we know you started with human design. You started talking about human design. We know a little bit about it, but can you explain to our listeners even just briefly what human design is? Yes, I love it. For me, it's really a favorite tool. It's it's like a beautiful blueprint to see who you came here to be. And it's, it's very easy. It blends astrology kabbalah i ching um vedic chakras and it's you only need your birthday your birthday your birth time um the birthplace you were born you can take a free chart on it's i think it's on my instagram bio too and my website 
to see, but it's so beautiful because it really helps you understand who do you came to here to be? What is your purpose? How to interact with the world? It helped me tremendously. It's really one of my favorite tools and I use it with everyone. Like, it's not like, hey, what's your name? Like, hey, what's your birthday and birthplace and birth time? You know, it's like with everyone because it helps you make people feel seen and understood. There are five different designs, you know, and of course it it goes in so much depth. I'm studying it for five years and I feel like I'm just a scratching surface. But the thing is that once you can understand yourself and those around you, you literally have the blueprint into being who you came here to be and it gives you permission to expand and it's it's a beautiful experiment you know it's it's not set and done it's like go and explore it go and experiment it you know go and experience it and it helped me tremendously with my relationship with my husband to understand him on a whole new level it's every single person who comes to me who's close to me like my team members my clients my friends um, even like when we were hiring, because we were doing home birth, we were the hiring midwife and doula, even like, I wanted to have like, if we have to, if she choose to go to the hospital, I'm telling her we're doing it home, but you never know. Even our OBGYN, like I ask his human design. So it's just like, I want to know, like, I want to know who I work with. And I really like base my decisions on that because it's different way how different designs are operating. There's nothing wrong. Like we can all, like we came here all to work together. And I feel like for me, I'm like, okay, I resonate more with this and this. And if I work with this design, I know they will take a lot of time and, or they will be like very like hard-headed and sin-centered and they will just go and, and like be there for themselves. So I feel like it eases the expectations, you know, and it's like, and, and it, 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 I think it removes the judgment. Mm. Sometimes when I look at my husband, if I wouldn't know, he's like emotional manifesting generator, I would think he's crazy because <laughs> he's like doing 10 things at the same time. Then he's skipping steps and he loves groups. He loves people. I'm like here in my own world alone, you know, I'm like, I like being alone. I like working from bed, you know, like I don't need to be in a crowd. And I understand we were designed differently. So when you have that understanding, it's life-changing. I have done readings for families. I have done readings for couples. I have done readings when, um, for babies, like my youngest, I don't want to say client, four months old baby, you know, because it's of course the baby doesn't understand nothing but the parents they will understand what their baby needs does the baby need to go to bed like really exhausted it, it does it have to be like you have to be moving or the baby needs to go to the bed before it's exhausted depending on the design so I feel like it it really again brings you back to yourself and helps you understand others so much more around you I never would have considered using human design for a baby, but imagine every single parent did that, how much more mm -hmm. deep you would understand your child and understand like what they need as they grow. Like, do they need more emotional support? Do they need um, more like time spent? Do they need more time? Like, wow, I've never yeah. thought of it that way. 
That's- it's life-changing. Think about it, you know, because when I did the reading, like for, I did it for a couple of families, you know, with the little babies, one was four months and another one was almost six months. But like they, they already, when I was telling them who their son came here to be, they already like, oh yeah, you're right. He is like emotional. You're right. He needs to be moving. You're right. Like he's like, like his like strongest sensation was touched. Like, yeah, you're right. So they were seeing the patterns and they allow their child to be who the child came here to be. So it was like, I was able to guide them and for them to know like, Hey, he has emotional authority. He will have emotional waves. He will be going like up and down. And this is how you can help. And this is, you know, like these are the centers they're defined. This is what he came here to like put into the world. This is what's open. This is what he's here to receive. These will be the life lessons. So when you can, like, I cannot wait for our baby girl to know what is her human design. Like the minute she's out, I'm like, I want to see her chart because <laughs> it, it is tremendously helpful. Even if it's just the basics, even if you just know the design and the authority, you know, like design, it's like, who did they came here to be? You know, it changes everything because then you create the space for them and you know how to treat them so they can express themselves the way they came here to be versus you putting conditioning on them. Oh, you should do this. You should do that. No, now you know what's in their highest good. And of course, your parent, you know better, of course. And it it gives you a guidance. Wow. Could you imagine if everyone knew what they were here to do, if every parent allowed their child, like, or created that space for their child to become, instead of who they thought they should be, you would have people who had so much more happiness so much more joy so much more peace like the world would be such a different yeah you turn me on (laughs) I I didn't realize how powerful it was I think it it really hit home for me just now when you said you can use it for a little baby like I'd never thought of that and I never thought of using it to like raise a child no yeah but just just think about it like you said if every single parent would know who they are Mm -hmm. and then who their loved ones came here to be Mm -hmm. there will be so much love so much compassion and that's why I'm like excited to do this and do this work and you know human design for me it's just a very little one tool that I'm doing I'm not you know like my my business it's not just human design however it is a foundational like rock in it because once you know you cannot unknown and you start embodying the version of you that you came really here to be and it brings so much freedom and like you said like imagine if everyone would do that with their kids or loved ones or partners I'm telling you like thank god I know human design because I'm looking at my husband completely differently more lovingly more compassionately you know I'm like you do you like in his profile and his personality he's three he will go and scrub things because he came here to do trial and error you know what I mean so I know that I'm like you go honey I'm five here I'm the teacher I'm here you know to like liberate people and show like new ways and and create a new paradigm my purpose and 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 my way of doing things it's different I'm not judging him 
you want to work many hours? I don't. Like, I work two hours a day, three hours a day. I work two, three days a week and I'm done. And he's money, Jenny. And he was like, I have so much energy. I got to be busy. I got to be productive. I was like, enjoy. You know, it's like, that's you, not me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, was there like one thing or a moment um, or like, do you have a piece of advice that you were given that helped you transform the most on your journey? Mm, I feel like not directly to me, but yes, from Dr. Wayne Dyer, he has a quote that says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it mm. literally changed my life because I started to look at, I was back then in corporate, started to look at people differently, myself differently. I stopped trying to change people. And I started to change the way I was looking at things and people and everything changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do you have one piece of advice that you would leave listeners with? Remembering that they are perfectly made for your purpose. When you remember that, that the way you look, the way you feel, the way you experience the world, the way you talk, everything about you was made exactly so you can fulfill your purpose. It sets you free. So come back to yourself. The world needs you. We don't need copy of everyone else. We need you because you are such a special unique puzzle piece and without you the world it's not complete there are no coincidences you're here for a reason and the reason doesn't matter if you're the best mom ever if you're the best gardener ever best chef ever you know if you just bring the joy and hold the space for others it doesn't matter but you came here for a purpose so embrace it that's so beautiful i'm so glad we started the day together (laughs) Thank you. Oh, well, if any of our listeners would like to be filled with the joy that I'm now filled with, um, connect with you. I feel like the best way it's Instagram. Um, you know, my unpronounceable name, Petya Kolebova, and then also my podcast, Unapologetically Abundant, because I do, I do amazing interviews, but I also do like on Fridays, I do quickies, like five, ten, you know, minutes, and it really like shifts your perspective and gets you back into alignment that's awesome I hope our listeners connect with you I really really do I think that they will get so much out of meeting you and out of this connection so please please go to her Instagram connect with Petya you won't regret it (laughs) so much thank you thank you Petya yeah thank you so much for being on the show and joining us this morning That's it for our show today. Thanks for joining. Remember, you can always reach out to us on our socials, on Instagram at sisterhood underscore of underscore healing, or on TikTok at sisterhood of healing. We love to hear from you. So please reach out to us at any time. Thank you for journeying with us today. We'll see you next time.